Okay. Ready? We'll do. A, let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six. Okay. But do. But you got to do the ands. One and two and three and four. That. Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Together, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. No. Here we go. Okay. One and two and three and four and five and. Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Are you going to do the thing, the voice, where you're saying, uh, Okay. I, I got to start my track. I got to start my track. Okay. 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 Hey, man, anyway, it's good to talk to you, dude. I've missed you. I, I missed you too. We just did this, and now we're trying now we're to recreate reading, it. We're reading the script. And it's not. Oh, it's it's so horrible when you try to recreate stuff. I know. Because you just answered a, a phone call on your computer. Here's the deal: we're doing this over Facetime. When you call me to do this podcast, it rings on my phone and on my computer. I accept the phone call on my computer because that's where we're doing all the recording. Then I look at my phone, and it's like you have a call-in session, and it's the same fucking phone call. So I ended the call on my phone. And then, of course, it ended it on my computer. And I don't understand why the two fucking things are goddamn connected. And I don't know okay. how to do it. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. So, anyways, I've discovered this, uh, this joke that works every time with my three-year-old. And I've discovered it works with all kids of that age or around that age. And that's just to go, okay. Okay. Just to, just to do the high voice. And I didn't know what it was. I was like, what is that that I'm doing? And they have this new Pepsi commercial with uh, Steve Carell, and uh, and they they're in this. Di- have you seen it? Where they're in the diner, and and uh, the lady's like, "I'd like to get a Pepsi. Is that okay?" And then he goes, "Is that okay?" And then little John goes, "Okay, okay." God. And he does the little John, "Okay." And I was like, "Oh, that's what it is. It's me doing like a, a little John." I Anyways, I haven't seen kids. That. Kids love it. Try it. Try it on your daughter. She'll be like, she'll start laughing when you go. Okay. And that's that's your cue to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> Works every time. We got some emails to get through. All right. We have an email address. It's Bob. And By the Clint. way, so I was playing. I, just a side note before we get on the email. Uh, so I was doing. <laughs> I was doing. I was doing a show on Monday night, and I just busted into to op. I was telling a story involving Oprah and uh, Garth Brooks. And I, I just did this thing where I pretended to be Oprah for a second and knocked it out of the park. Okay. I'm not good with an impression. I don't do impressions and I just did Oprah and I said like something and I was like, Oh my God, that's the best Oprah impression I've ever heard. And the audience was there with me. They were like, Holy shit, do more of that. And then I was like, then I tried to do it again, and I did, fell off the board. And it was, and then I was like, "Don't whatever you do, don't try to do Oprah anymore." It was a one-time thing. It was, it was a freak occurrence. Okay. Do we get to hear the Oprah impression? Oh my! <laughs> I can't do it again. Horrible. It was just a. It, I'm telling you, was, I know that's normally if I try to do any impression, it's horrible. And Oprah's. No exception to that rule. You gotta and, find. Uh, you gotta find what's gonna set it. It's not gonna be the word, the phrase. Oh my! 
It's but you got to find whatever phrases that resets you into Oprah. Well, what I was what I was saying, the reason I even brought up Oprah was like I we did a version of this song and I was killing it. Like I was really selling it and I told everybody, "You know what I just did there? I Garth Brooked it." Which means I oversold the the song. Like I sold it completely and I was talking about how I saw Garth Brooks on one of Oprah's last shows. It might have been her last show uh before it went off the air. And uh Garth Brooks is sitting there with a the guitar singing her these songs that he sung 10 million times, at least 10 million times. Like he doesn't, he so thoroughly doesn't give a fuck about any of these songs and he's playing them for Oprah and his fucking tears are rolling down his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking like every word, he's like fucking ringing it like a goddamn fucking old dirty dish rag, just fucking ringing out the emotions. I'm like, this motherfucker is selling the fuck out of this shit. And Oprah's like, she's crying. Anyways, that's when I did the thing. When I was telling the story Mm -hmm. and I did Oprah there, it was like, oh my God. You should have launched into it just now. You should have just tried tried it right now. No, I did try it. You worked up the whole story. You had the Garth thing. And I thought that was kind of your launch pad. No, that was the thing. So I was, oh, that was the Oprah thing. But I did uh, when I did it on stage. It was crazy, like how Oprah it was. That it sounded, wasn't. It, that sounded like me I could crying. do it a million times. It would never be Oprah. Right. I just well, got lucky. Well, luckily you record all of your shows, so it can live in posterity. Oh yeah, that's true. I never listened. I've never. <laughs> the last time I listened to a live show was literally twenty five years ago. We listen the last to thing a, I want to do is listening to is me listening to a live. We show. we listened to one one time because we played a Saxon show that we thought was so bad it just got really fucked up because like some some fan was like heck, it just we got all fucked up and it it like I'm talking like in the second or third song we were off the set list and you were you did this really weird long keyboard jam and we couldn't really find a beat and the jokes were super fucked up and so the next day you and I had to drive to Houston to do another gig. And we were like, let's just listen to that show because it was so weird. And we were listening. We were like, this is one of the best shows we've ever heard. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, Th- yeah, I do. It was 25 years ago. Anyways, oh, okay. uh, now, it is weird. The shows that I think are kind of the worst, when I listen to those, they tend to be the best. And the ones that I think are the best, I listen to them. I'm like, ah, that show wasn't that good. Like, I'm, I'm too loose. I'm too hot doggy. I'm like I'm too all over the place on the shows that I like and the shows that are hard I tend to be like harder on myself or something and so they're actually better. I don't know, it's such a weird thing. It's you just it's just shows that people just don't have any. You can't be subjective about or objective, objective about right. your own shit. Right. That's well, and you're just, okay. you're always you're, you're okay. Always... I I wonder what the tally is of you interrupting me on this podcast. It's got to be real high. It's a thousand for a thousand. A thousand times you'll start saying something, and a thousand times I'll interrupt you. <laughs> it's pretty high. That's a lot. Yeah, we're at a thousand, a thousand, a thousand. Now a thousand, a thousand one. Say something else, and I'll interrupt you, and we'll be at a thousand. A two, thousand. A thousand I'm just going to keep saying a thousand, thousand. I like a thousand, thousand. Which is a million, I think. Or maybe well, it's no, but it's a, a, a thousand out of a thousand times. Right, which is basically the same, exact same as 10 out of 10 times. 
<laughs> no, because 10 out of 10 times, you could say it an 11th time and me not interrupt. And all of a sudden, we got a real different dynamic. Now it's like, I don't know what that is. Like, it's some weird, like, percentage, like, around... It's 100%. Eight, eight, no, it's like 8%. It, all, it goes from 100% to, like, 92%. Oh, if you get a 10 but out of 10? If, get... you, if, you, if you do 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, and then 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,001, then that's, like, minuscule. Then you're like, there's no point. I am so glad anything. that we decided to quit being musicians and take up mathematics. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. I mean, I'm a, I'm a thousand out of a thousand thrilled. We got an email from our friend Katie Featherston. You can email us at bobandclint at gmail.com. We'll talk about whatever the fuck you want. Katie is a friend of ours. She lives out in Los Angeles, and uh, she works in the movies. Dear Clinton, She's Bob, a movie star. She's, she's a, a movie star. She's a bona fide movie star, for real. Bon- bona fide. You ever heard of Paranormal Activity? I have. Read about it in a book. Now... She says, Dear Clinton Bob. Guess guess what I've never watched? Paranormal activity. You know why? Because that shit looks fucking scary. It is real scary. Yeah. And guess what I'm not watching? That movie. And then for the rest of my life, every time I'm trying to be alone in the house, I'm just like, even now, just thinking of the trailer is fucking me up. You're that much is you're scary. much safer watching Stargate, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm not going to be worried about one of these stupid ass aliens showing up. Well, she says demons. On the other hand, fuck that. I've been trying to fuck read her the- email for like two episodes. A thousand, can I, a thousand. Can I just read it? Okay. Please do more commentary on random songs. Y'all's explanation of Germany before the war as a possible child killer song sounded like the two of you hosting a true crime podcast. It was pretty great. If either of you would like to play a show in Los Angeles someday soon, that would also be great. Can't be worse than Birmingham. Love, Katie. You know what she didn't put in that email? Hey, you guys talk about turds more. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Can just Can you understood. talk about poop a lot? She didn't write that. <laughs> well, because it's understood. It's the silent, <laughs> it's the silent uh, affirmation of our entire audience. They expect and want us to talk about poop. So Katie's like a big fan, so, and she comes to most of the shows that we do. Uh, in LA. And uh, so, by the way, if you're a Katie Featherston stalker and want to hunt her down and kill her, just come to a Bob Schneider show in LA. Anyways, uh, she, uh, <laughs> one time she's like, I really like what you do. Uh, some of the stories that you tell in between songs, uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. It's not her thing, I don't think. The poop stuff? Just anything that's like poop or too too much anal poop or uh, who knows? You know, I I say stuff. Yeah, yeah, you do. But that's that's part of why people like you too. There's an element of your shows I think where people are like, "What might he say? What what could this crazy man possibly say in between two of my favorite songs?" That's probably some of the allure. I think so too. I mean, I. When I go see somebody play or when I see anything, what I want to see is some guy climbing out onto the ledge and then, you know, walking along the edge of that ledge, <laughs> rhyming. With a salad wedge. While he's t- <laughs> with, with Sister Sledge. <laughs> with, with a can of pledge right. and, uh, and ending up in a dedge. Right. And, trim, <laughs> okay. and, trimming, and trimming a hedge. Okay. Oh, God. You want to rhyme ditch with 
hedge and call it Dedge. Oh, you did. Okay. A, you pivoted away to ditch. Which no, you, I said Dedge. Oh, Dedge. Yeah, I went with hedge. I ended up in a Dedge. <laughs> Man, I was so drunk last night. I ended up in this Dedge, and I woke up this morning, and I was like, "Damn, son." Okay. Okay, then. See, you're doing the little John okay. That's different than okay. Okay. My okay is no. the is the liar's okay, where the the correlation of truth to the pitch of the voice. There's a there's a formula there. Hey, uh, uh, what do you think about the poem I just read you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a little mouse. Yeah. I'm a little mouse. <laughs> I can't understand. I, I don't understand human language. I I'm can't, a mouse. Unfortunately, I can't read your poem today because I turned into a mouse. Okay. All I want to do is find little scraps of food and then get killed by a, a metal thing and with I, wood and with old cheese. I'd rather a cat uh, or or get in the belly of a snake. I'd, I'd or rather a fox or an owl. I'm surprised you haven't or said a cat. I'm surprised you haven't said cat because cats usually eat mice. Not a thousand. I'd rather have a cat eat my little mouse penis off than listen to your poetry. My little mouse. Okay. How, how, how fucked up is it? I'll think of a thousand things that will eat a mouse. I know. And except cat for one thing. is not on that list. What Owl, is wrong hawk, with my fucking snake? brain? <laughs> you kept going. I was just shocked you weren't saying Richard, that. Richard Gere's ass. Whole. <laughs> <laughs> anything but cat. Oh my god. Here I go into Richard Gere's butthole again. Here I go again in that butthole. <laughs> oh my god. Repurposing White Snake as the story of the mouse going into Richard's beehole because that's what how he's about, into. How about White Snake just fucking buying mansion after mansion with that one fucking song? It, it was on that Super Bowl commercial again. Like, oh, that, they, that song. That song's been used so, so many times. Yeah. I, I mean,. Thirty million dollars? Who knows how much money that that one song has made? It's crazy. There's a there's a there's a white snake. That's basically penis. That's what that (laughs) name means. White snake. It means penis. Again, we're looking at some real serious projection stuff going on here. (laughs) No, that's no projection. White snake is penis. (laughs) All All right, walk us through that. Get us there. Uh, hey, what should we call the band? Uh, let's call it Penis. Mm, I don't know. That might, in that might, how about White Snake? Same thing. Okay, let's, all right. That's cool. That'll be like hidden, hidden meaning of penis. Here I go again in my home. Chick-ching, 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 Meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> what do you like meanwhile? I'm just watching. Just watching the video episode. on the TV. I'm, I'm watching like... French movies without subtitles, <laughs> crying at home. Well, they were going to call it Black Snake Moan, but... With my old cat in the hat hat. I would love to see a picture of you in that fucking hat. Oh, I'll send it to you. Do you have one? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, there was a period of time where any picture taken of me, I had a cat in the hat hat on. <laughs> Any any time between ninety and ninety three. I'm gonna for three years. I'm gonna Google this. I'm, what should I say, Bob Schneider? Just hat or Joe Rockhead. 
Anyway, but uh, keep going. Let's. Do we have any more emails? For yeah, anybody? we have a shitload more emails. I'm. Right, let's, I, let's, I, are you wanting to read more emails? I'm losing hope yeah, that let, we're ever going to read get through emails. All right. Kate Cotton writes. The subject is not okay. She says, greetings to my fellow Earthlings, Clint and Bob. Kate Cotton here, prolific emailer of podcasts. Hope you're both well. Love the show. Your perverted sense of humor brings a huge perverted smile to my face, and for that I thank you. She says, I'm not the type of person that tends to have a strongly negative, I'm not okay opinion about things. I always try to be open-minded, but I'm feeling I need to know what your take is on gender reveal parties, a millennial phenomenon that appears to be widely accepted, yet makes my head want to explode. Every time I hear someone utter the sentence, sorry, can't make it, I have a gender reveal party to go to today, a piece of me dies inside. Is there something wrong with me? In my mind, it is a tradition that perpe- in my mind, it is a tradition that perpetuates the stereotypes of gender roles and heteronormativity before this living creature even enters our society. I have a lot of more to say on the topic, but I'll leave that for now. What are your thoughts? Anyway, keep up the hilarity and quality human conversation. Uh, best Kate Cotton, she says, P.S., in regards to the conversation about Clint understanding women, I wanted to bring up the one time we met. You invited me and my cousin onto your bus, and you made it very clear to me that it was a safe and chill environment, something that my naive mind would never have even considered to worry about. Not sure I haven't, how I haven't been murdered yet, but I just wanted to thank you almost a year later for going out of your way to make us feel safe in that moment in a world where women can't most of the time. It goes a long way. Holy shit. That, are we out of town? Okay. That was a so, long email. Yeah, well, she. I met her at a show in New York about a year and a half ago, and you know, like I was just we're just friends, and she was with her friend, and I was like, "Hey, you want to come have a drink on the bus?" But I wanted to make it real clear that it wasn't some sort of fucking, you know, uh, strange thing for her. Yeah. Now yeah. she's asking about gender reveal parties. I have noticed that that's a thing where the people wait to tell you what their baby is, and they want to throw a party, and you have to bring food and gifts and. You've been to one of these? You heard of one of these? Does Laura go to these? Uh, the answer is no. The no. The answer is no. And uh, to, to do I like it? Uh, is it a good idea? No. 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 Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Uh, it's a boy. It's a girl. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're gonna be surprised. You don't need no that fucking. Ha- you don't need to have a fucking party. Really. <laughs> Have a, really? You want to waste the world's time by fucking having some blue smoke come out of some bullshit? Fuck that. <laughs> Any sentence that begins with the word gender, I'm out. Right. It's fucked up. Like, gender. Let me let me go through a few. Let's just see, get your hot takes, okay? Uh, gender studies. What? No. <laughs> no, no. So you can't say okay that way. Okay. 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 All right. Let's try it again. Gender studies. Okay. Okay. But really, what I'm saying is no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, no thanks. No. You learn a lot about someone when you're having a kind of one of these millennial type outrage conversations. You're like, what? So what's your deal? What are you doing? I, I do gender studies. Oh, got it. <laughs> got it. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm not saying that... Oh, here we go. It, here we go. Look, I'm not saying that gender stuff is not important. And there's people that like have gender identity issues that that's like a real serious, serious problem, especially when you live in a fucked up place. 
like the world where people have a really hard time with uh, that because it's confusing because they're like, oh, I don't understand it, so I'm just going to hate it. Fuck that. That's like a real serious thing. If that's an issue, that's a serious thing. And I take it seriously. But most of the time, it's somebody who doesn't have the problem, who wants to discuss it or talk about it. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I don't care to discuss it with you. Who You know what I mean? Who Guess what you and me have never done? Had a gender discuss, a discussion involving the word gender. You and me have never done that. Yeah, uh, uh, a straight acquaintance of mine, she's not a friend of mine, because I think she's totally fucking insane. You're about to hear one of the stories of why. She's dating a friend of mine, so by proxy I have to endure some of her stupid bullshit. But one of her, her, one of her social media posts was like, I was at the grocery store checking out, and I, when the lady, I ended up saying yes ma'am to the lady, and I felt so horrible because what if she doesn't identify as a female? And I thought, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, here's here because here's what I'm willing to do. Because you're right, there are people out there who are having gender crisis and who are who are having to make big decisions and they they feel strange in the world and they're trying to figure out who they are. All right, I'm with that. I'm cool. If I'm at a grocery store and a, a, a chick is checking me out who looks like a chick has boobs and looks like a lady. It's not, we're adults here. We can parse out that. And I'm like, oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. And I'll, if she was like, hey, uh, I don't identify as a woman. I'd appreciate if you didn't say yes, ma'am to me. No problem. Okay, I'll call you whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. I don't care what, if you have a dick or want a dick or dream of dicks. But uh, here's what I'm not going to do in the world. I'm not going to assume everyone I meet is going through that. I'm going to wait for them to tell me they have the problem and then I'm going to d- deal with it like an adult. Oh, cool. You have a problem with that. I was working with a well, guy yeah, one... I think... Go ahead. <laughs> Can let you believe me, that she's like, she's like, I'm just so sorry that I assumed it was a woman. I'm like, that's okay to assume people who look like women are women. It's okay to assume that people who look like dudes are dudes. Maybe they aren't. Let them tell you. And then let them, let them tell you what they need from you. For sure. Isn't the, that... That's I, insane to me. If somebody's dressed up as a woman, I'm just going to refer to them as a woman, no matter what. Even if they like super look like a dude, like, but they're obviously dressed up as a woman. I'm just going to be like, "Hey, girl, hey, girl," or whatever. Or, I'm going to, yeah. or you could just say, or, or just not say. I'm just not going to use. It's not Germany. I don't have to use the goddamn <laughs> Darren. Or, yeah, totally. Dare Das. There's not like that. masculine and feminine fucking pronouns. Yeah. Really. How about just avoid it? Like you know, like if somebody's fat, you don't go just immediately go. Oh, when's the baby due? Or like there's don't. Or there's the other option of just saying, "Hey, what do you? What's your deal? What do you?" For, I'll tell you. <laughs> I think we've talked about this privately before, but I was riding with a guy one time who had like a really weird hand. Like, just a super, super, like, deformed, fucked up hand. And, you know, that's part of this dude's everyday life. Like, he's not bothered by it. He has to explain it all the time. But he's also, like, not going to just announce it, you know? So we're sitting there writing, and I'm like, I can't go six hours without with just pretending that his hand's not weird. I just can't do it today. So I just said, in a cool way, like, we were, we were like, kind of getting to know each other and having coffee before I write, and I just ended up saying, what happened to your hand? And then he told me, and then it completely neutralized the whole thing. Then we, I never thought about I thought it you were gonna, I thought you were going to say, hey, dude, I can't write with you with that fucked up hand in the room. 
Like, uh, I was gonna write with you, but that hand's too fucked up for me to do any. You know what, writing, dude? I thought so. I could. I thought I could do this with the potato hand, but I just can't. Uh, here's what. Let I, me get the right. door. Let can me I get t- the get, door for you. Can I tell you my potato hand story? <laughs> I probably already have, but here's all right. Here's here's what broke me because I'm broken when it comes to potato hands or any kind of fucked up hands. Like if I see somebody with a fucked up hand, like you know those guys that have like two fingers, like a claw. Right. Like the first thing I'm doing, the first thing I'm doing is like, what's up with the claw or what's up exactly. with the Exactly. That's what hand? I'm saying. Like, exactly. that's the first thing I'm, like, if I see it and it's a person I've never met before, that's the first thing coming out of my mouth. Because what most people do is they see it, they freak the fuck out, and then they pretend that everything's cool. I'm like, right. fuck that. Because right. here's what happened. So I'm at a show. It's in Petaluma, California. After the show, the security guy comes in and goes, hey, there's a guy that wants to meet you. And I'm like, cool. But he kind of looks, he sounds worried. And he's like. <laughs> he sounds worried. And, he's a, and he's, a, he's a security guy. Like, he's a big, beefy guy who could kill you with, like, not even think. Like, if, if you came at him, he wouldn't be worried. He would kind of be laughing a little bit because he'd be like, I'm, gonna, I'm going to kill you now. Uh, but he was worried. He was a little worried. And, and I. I noticed that because I noticed everything. And then he goes, he's pretty messed up, man. I'm like, what? What the fuck? And then walked away. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So now I'm like, he's pretty messed up. So it's like, all right, obviously, you know, he's got some problems. So I go out there. And heads up, I mean, kudos to that guy for giving me the goddamn warning. But he could have even made it. He could have been a little bit more descriptive with the warning. Because I went out there, and there's a fucking goddamn head on a fucking pineapple. It looked like an upside-down pineapple with a weird spindly stick sticking out of it on one side, and then a weird little twig on the other in a wheelchair. Like, I was like, what the fuck is... I mean, it was the most fucked-up human I've ever seen. So I freak out, of course, immediately, but then... I'm one of those dudes who's emotionally disconnected. So even though I'm freaking out, on the outside, I just look like I'm mad. You know, like my resting, no emotion. So I come up like chill. And I'm like, hey, dude, what's up? And he reaches his hand out to shake my hand. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to shake this weird upside down pineapple dude's fucking hand. And I fucking grab the hand, and it's like a goddamn electric shock because where a hand should be, there's a fucking potato. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, like fucking, like the fucking Willie Coyote, like Looney Tunes, where I'm like, where my, you know, I'm like, complete shock. My legs are up in the air, like a splayed on the inside. And on the outside, if you were to like film it and be like, oh, he's just chill. Everything's chill. It's like fucking Lincoln. Just, hey, what's up? And, uh, and, uh, had a conversation with the guy. You know, you get used to, you get used to anything. So you get used to, and you're like, oh, okay, this is just a guy. He's a guy. He's in a fucked up body, but he's a human being and he's cool. He's chill. He's not weird or anything. He's just got help, got dealt a shitty body hand. Right. And, uh, so I'm, I'm like, okay, well, it's nice talking to you. You know, five minutes later, I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. And he reaches out with his other hand to shake my hand. And guess what? Normal hand? 
normal motherfucking hand. The only fucking normal thing on this guy's body except for his face was his other hand. So he gave you the potato on purpose. He gave me the potato hand. I fucking walked away from there. And like over the course of the next 15 minutes, it was kind of like after I walked out of the Bourne Ultimatum movie. I was like, wait a minute. Or like uh, Arrival. Like after I saw Arrival, I'm like, oh, this is a great movie. And then afterwards I started thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. Anyways, I was like, that motherfucker gave me the potato hand. <laughs> Instead of just giving me the normal hand. That's give me the fucking, if you got a normal hand, give me the normal hand, motherfucker. And I guarantee you that that dude just goes around handing people the fucking potato hand to fuck them up. He's, he's playing those potato hand games for sure. For sure. Because guess what's not happening? He's not getting laid. He's not having fun, probably. The only fun he has is fucking with people like me. So after that, I was like, all right, anybody comes up to me with any fucking weird potato hands or deformities or whatever the fuck, and they do, half bodies, all kinds of shit. First thing, first topic on the table, what the fuck is going on with this shit? You gotta... Because <laughs> it's obvious, like, it, you, you can't just pretend that shit's not not there i like the which I is like, what everybody does i like seeing the idea of like you get another potato hand and i like the idea of you looking at him skeptically and being like you got a normal hand in there anywhere oh but, for i uh, know the first if i get a potato hand and i find out there's a real normal hand oh man oh i'll be so upset you're like batman but instead of solving the crime of gotham city you go looking for people who are trying to play potato hand games Fuck that. F- I, I, fuck potato hand games. Do we have any emails? Uh, well, we do have more emails, but we're out of time. No, we got time. We got, like, literally, we got two minutes. Two? Well, about two minutes, yeah. All right. Um, Just a quickie. Uh, uh, this is ch- says Chantix. Howdy, brothers. Love the podcast. In episode 13, you guys referenced Chantix during one of your uh, Jersey Girl affectations. Have you seen the Ray Liotta commercial campaign? It's fucking hilarious, Did, EOB. So I guess Ray Liotta's like hawking Chantix now. Uh, yeah, that commercial is fucked up. I I call it Chantrix for some reason, but it's Chantix. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ray Liotta looks like he had a stroke, and then like right after he had a stroke, they're like, "Let's film a commercial where you're talking about quitting smoking," and he's like, still got stroke sickness, and he's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, it's really uh, weird. my name is." Ray Liotta. No, my name's Ray. That's the other thing. Here's the fucking thing that fucks me up with that commercial. He calls himself Ray. Hi, I'm Ray. It's me, Ray. We don't give a f- we don't give a fuck about Ray. We don't give a fuck about Ray. You know who we care about? Ray Liotta. And not stroke Ray Liotta, who's doing the Chantix commercial. Goodfellas, we, badass Ray Liotta. We only care about Goodfellas Ray Liotta. Right. We don't give a fuck about Ray doing the Chantix commercial. He's like, I'm Ray. I tried to quit smoking. You're not Ray, you're Ray Liotta, bitch! (laughs) Sorry, I'm fucking pissed off. It's just, anytime I see that, like, obviously he needed the cash, and it's a good cause. He's helping people quit smoking. Whatever, that's fine. But it's really hard not to see that. Like, some of my immediate thoughts when I see actors or, like, celebrities hawking shit, I'm like, oh, what a fucking loser. 
What a such fucking a, loser. Such a loser. So not okay. And with that, we are out of time. By the way, I wish I could just like go. There was some weird thing where you could just like, uh, I like the way that podcast turned out, but maybe I could just like, there was some audio effect that you could put on there that would like tone it down a little bit. Tone it I, down? I, I, I do feel like I, I overplayed my hand there. When I was talking about Ray Liotta, because I I love Ray Liotta, but I just don't give a fuck about Ray. Well, I don't care who how cool you are, or what or who you killed in a movie from 1993, or what Scorsese thinks about you. If you're hawking chantix in 2019 after having a stroke, you're a loser. The only <laughs> hi, I'm Ray. I was having a gender reveal party, and I really wanted to smoke, so I started fucking chugging chantix. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, Bob's got a podcast called The Song Club. You can go check it out wherever you get podcasts. I've got another podcast called Metal Up Your Podcast about all things Metallica. Just go look for that shit. It's everywhere. Leave us a positive review. And also, if you email us, we'll read it on the show, bobandclint at gmail.com. Peace. (laughs) 